Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The first woman to graduate from the veterinary medicine program at Kabul University and who fled Afghanistan twice says she cannot digest or accept the Taliban's return to power in her homeland. Her name is Nasreen Husseini, now a research, a research assistant in the University of Guelph's Department of Pathobiology, where she's helping transform Canada's beef industry. And Nasreen joins us now. How are you today? Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. Knowing that the Taliban is back in power in your homeland, how does that make you feel? Well, it's very heartbreaking and disappointing, to be honest. After 20 years of war, we were expecting uh, to move forward rather than going backward like 100 years. So it is really disappointing for all people in Afghanistan. Do you have family still back there? I do. I do have my uncles, my cousins, and many friends that they are all desperate, honestly, to leave Afghanistan at the moment. Where are they now? Are they in Kabul? Or are they trying to get out some other way? They are. Some are in. Uh, some of them are in Kabul. Some of them are in uh, provinces around. But it's very hard. There's no way to get out of Kabul at the moment. So, what are you hearing from them? How are they coping? Well, it's very difficult, especially for those who, uh, for, uh, for my uh, friends, that uh, some of them are girls and they were working with uh, different international organizations or they were working outside. They all have concern that return of Taliban will uh, put a lot of barrier on their, uh, like, uh, 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 on their path. They can't go back to work. Some went to work and they have been returned back to home and Taliban asked them to stay at home until the further instruction. So um, honestly, they all are horrified. Yeah, basically the country shut down as the Taliban try to figure out how they're going to work the government, right? Yes, they are figuring out that um, what policies they're, they're going to apply that or how this time they will they want to govern Afghanistan. But to be honest, from the past experience that people have, they all are disappointed. That's why these many people are rushing to the airport. And especially this time that uh, they, uh, during the uh, past 10 to uh, 20 years, Taliban um, also targeted the minority groups like Hazaras, that I belong to this minority group. So that makes it even more difficult uh, for these people. And that's why most of them are uh, leaving the country and trying to run away from this regime. And what you were just talking about, almost like an ethnic cleansing in Afghanistan, right? Exactly. Unfortunately, unfortunately, this is very sad and disappointing to say it only because you belong to a specific tribal group and ethnicity. Like I belong to Hazara ethnicity and Shia, uh, part, a sect of Islam. Only, only because you belong to this ethnicity, uh, they, uh, uh, many uh, we were we have been targeted in the past when Taliban were fighting against the government. So right now, I have friends who go to the border and they have problem uh, crossing the border because we have an Asian face and our identity is basically on our face, and it's very easily. Uh, we can be easily distinguished from others. So hmm. that makes it even 10 times harder for uh, the people uh, of my ethnicity to leave the country. 
Nazreen Husseini is uh, now a research assistant uh, at the University of Guelph, joining us here on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Rick in for Roy. What was living in Afghanistan like after the U.S.-led coalition removed the Taliban from power in 2001? Well, that time, honestly, um, it, it still, um, I, I, I went back to Afghanistan after the Taliban left and the U.S. Uh, took over Afghanistan. Um, I that was the time that I went to university, and honestly, I could see that people are still adjusting. It was still hard for women to go outside and work because uh, uh, men did not see women for a long time in the streets or outside in the society. But eventually, they adjusted to the new situation, and during those few years, um, women could go back to school to work and study. So. We had a better situation. We had here and there explosions that were happening. But overall, we could see that we are moving forward and we are uh, coming out uh, outside of our cave and we are able to go to school and get education versus in Taliban period that women were not allowed to go outside of the house without their uh, father or husband or brother's permission or somebody, uh, someone that uh, accompanied them. And you were the first woman to graduate from the veterinary medicine program at Kabul University. What was that like? Well, to be honest, I want to correct it. I was the first woman who graduated on the top of the class uh, after the Taliban period. Um, Well, you know, it it was very hard because uh, veterinary medicine at the time that I started studying that in Afghanistan was not a field that women were welcome to study in that field. Even I had professors that would say that, this is not a good field for you. Uh, it's better probably you go be a teacher or some other field that is more proper for women. But um, it, it was difficult. It was extremely difficult. There were some tests like a pregnancy test um, in a cow that we had to do it. And uh, there were, uh, but um, I had a classmate that she would hesitate to do it. But uh, that was extremely hard, honestly, right uh, in that period, right after the Taliban to study veterinary medicine, especially that time that women just uh, came back to schools or uh, to the society. And as a child, I understand that your family moved to Iran to escape the ongoing war, right? Yes, exactly. We uh, um, we left Afghanistan to Iran, and over there we had our own difficulties as a refugee. Exactly. And you went back to Afghanistan. You got your veterinary degree, uh, and then you decided to leave again in 2010. Yes, in Afghanistan, uh, besides studying in uh, vet medicine, I was working also with international organizations, working for women and um, teaching English and computer. But unfortunately, we were receiving a lot of uh, threats from Taliban and uh, anonymous people. So eventually we removed our logo and we started teaching the women uh, anonymously. But then all these threats uh, went further. And um, after graduation, uh, I thought that um, it is not possible for me to stay longer or to work as I want. Uh, that's why one of the reasons that I left Afghanistan was honestly security issue. So did you fear for your life? Was it was it that close? I did. I did. Yes, yes, I did. And um, because, like, it wasn't that I, w- I was only teaching English and computer. So besides teaching English and computer, I would talk to women. I would discuss their rights that 
It is your right to study. It is your right to have this thing, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, men usually in the society didn't like it, and it wasn't very welcome. Um, so uh, for all, everyone would think that I am extreme, and I am uh, just uh, encouraging women to something uh, like further, and they didn't like it. Masan Husseini is our guest, a research assistant at the University of Guelph, uh, fled Afghanistan uh, twice, including in 2010, uh, when she, um, uh, after she got her veterinary degree, and uh, is now a research assistant at uh, the university. How is that going? Well, that's amazing. I am so privileged, honestly, to be in Canada, to be um, somewhere that I can finally call it home because I'm exhausted, I'm tired, and I know, like me, there are many of these refugees that we escape, we go somewhere, build our house, then somebody come and kick us out again. So we are really tired of moving from one place to other place. For me, it was the same. I'm so honored, so privileged to uh, uh, live in Canada and finally, finally, finally find a place that I can call it home. And I was so privileged to receive, honestly, uh, adult food scholarship. And that gave me the opportunity to uh, finish my master's program and now work as a researcher at the University of Guelph. What drew you to the veterinary uh, sector of, of society? Why did you want to be a, a veterinarian? Well, to be honest, uh, first of all, uh, I, I wanted to be a uh, um, um, just a general physician like uh, for human medicine. But then I got accepted in the vet school and it was honestly my dad who, uh, who encouraged me and he told me that uh, no matter what field you are in, try to be the best in it. So, And I think that up to this date, I really appreciate my dad for that advice. And he was the one, he said that it doesn't matter whatever field is, it's important that you uh, provide a service to the society and community. And that's part of the medicine. And uh, he was the main person who honestly supported me, even though that I didn't have any brother. And in Afghanistan, it's a very, very, very big deal that you have a son. And we were only six sisters. And uh, honestly, my dad had a big role in supporting us and in supporting me to study in vet medicine. Some great advice from your father, no doubt about that. Uh, the Taliban have made claims that they are going to respect the rights of women within the limits of Sharia law. What does that mean to you? Well, to be honest, uh, I'm not really uh, uh, um, hopeful about that because I'm thinking that what happened in the past 20 years that made them to change their mind because a change come with studying, change come with education, change come with... Uh, uh, reading. And uh, in past 20 years, Taliban were involved with uh, fighting and killing people. And all these women and all the people of Afghanistan, they all experienced five years under the regime of Taliban. And um, I don't think that they are very hopeful about these promises. And may, And one thing that I can think is because they don't have the complete uh, control of Afghanistan yet and that really scares me because I'm thinking like everyone else that if they have the complete uh, control of Afghanistan they might change their uh, opinion and uh, that's just the extreme version of Islam because in Islam you can women are allowed to go to work women are allowed to study but the version of Islam that they are planning to bring in Afghanistan like the time that 
until 2021 that they uh, applied in Afghanistan. Honestly, it was the radical and extreme version of Islam. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.